Hello, welcome back to Funding Fridays. Uh, for those of you who haven't listened before, my name is Debbie Lewis. I'm the Regional Ecosystem Manager at NatWest within the Enterprise team. And I cover the East Midlands and East of England uh, as my part of the country. And through my work with business owners, uh, what I'm finding is, particularly as the landscape of funding is changing, uh, is entrepreneurs are saying to me more and more often, where can I find grants? How can I get my hands on some money to grow my business? And so that's how the podcast really started. Uh, we are available on YouTube if you like to watch by video, uh, but you can also listen only on Spotify. Um, so I am delighted to be joined today by a new guest uh, to join the podcast. So thanks, Will, for joining us. Tell us who you are and what you do. Hi there. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Will Dallimore. I uh, work for Buckinghamshire Business First and Engage Solutions. Um, uh, my role here is a Rural Business Development Manager. Amazing. Um, and thank you for coming on to talk to us. Tell us, uh, what's the fund that we're going to be talking about today? So we are talking about the Rural England uh, Prosperity Fund, which is a £110 million, uh, funding pot um, nationally. And it's available um, or becoming available uh, and it needs to be spent by March 2025. Um, so there's quite a short window to actually spend this money in and it has been allocated to uh, local authorities up and down the country. Amazing. And so just to be super clear, I cover the East Midlands. You cover where? Um, uh, Buckinghamshire in the main part, but uh, it, or that also includes surrounding uh, counties and uh, sort of other areas. Um, my background is in delivering rural development um, uh, funding programs uh, in, in over the past uh, seven years, and this fund replaces those funds. Um, and with that, uh, with past funds, I've sort of covered Northamptonshire, uh, parts of Bedfordshire, Milton Keynes, Buckinghamshire. Uh, hearts and oxygen. Brilliant. And Will and I have had a bit of a kind of uh, warm up conversation about this. The, the fund that we're talking about does exist all over uh, England. However, it varies from region to region. So Will and I are going to talk um, really predominantly around Buckinghamshire. However, there will be things that you can take away and we will be signposting you at the end of the episode uh, where to find out more information, regardless of where you are across my patch. So Will, tell us what do we need to know about this fund? Who's it for? Who's eligible? And what can they use it for? Um, so it is um, it's targeted at rural businesses. Uh, as I mentioned, it's replacing the uh, specifically replacing the EU funding, uh, which uh, funded the Leader Program and uh, RDP Growth Program, and um, so uh, rural businesses. Um, and it is looking at um, depending on your area, it, it can cover any capital. Uh, funding items um, so it can be really quite varied um, and there there will be lots of opportunities um, moving forward. Fab. Can I probe a little bit more on what rural means because rural to me means you're not in a built-up town or city that it's it's kind of in, a, in, in an area that is maybe more countryside but is are we talking specifically sectors around agriculture farming or, or does it literally mean any business that's out in the sticks? Um, so 
Uh, yes and no. The fun the funding is provided uh, from DEFRA as a top up to the UK Shared Prosperity Fund, and um, so if you if you take it from the DEFRA stance, yes, it is for sort of traditional rural activities under their their remit. But uh, ultimately, any any rural business uh, could qualify. The definition or the DEFRA's definition of rural is. Um, any uh, town or village um, under a population of 10,000 uh, people. Um, and then there are also some uh, rural market towns which can be eligible, which um, go over that population limit. But as a broad rule of thumb, if, if you're in a rural area um, and you, you could apply if you've got a specific capital project in mind. Amazing. And and what sort of um, monetary figures are we talking about? What's the minimum amount? And is this match funded or pure funded? Uh, so it's all uh, match funded. Um, uh, again, I can only talk about what's really happening in Buckinghamshire because the, the, the wider area is completely different. Um, so in Bucks, you are looking at grants of between uh, two and a half thousand up to uh, 300,000. Um, the the maximum state aid cap is three hundred fifteen thousand. Um, so it's it can be um, quite significant sums of money. Uh, but as I've sort of stated, it changes uh, dependent on local authority area. And uh, I do know some areas are capping it at seven and a half or ten thousand maximum grant. Okay. And so when we talk about much funding, because some people will be less familiar with the funding landscape, what we mean by that is, uh, let's say you wanted to spend £10,000 on a piece of plant machinery, um, you would pay the £10,000, well, you would first of all fill in the application form, make Indeed. sure it's signed off because you can't just buy it and claim it back, you've got to go through the process. Um, so let's say you had a great conversation with Will, you filled in the form, um, they agreed that they were going to give you some match funding, you'd go out and spend your £10,000, let's say, and then you would submit all your receipts and you would get 5000 of that back. Is it 50% match funded? Again, it's dependent on what area you're in, um, but um, yeah, some areas are working on 50-50. In Buckinghamshire, it's uh, 40% match funding. Okay, awesome. So 40% grant to 60% uh, match. So you would uh, spend your 10,000 and you get 4,000 back. Amazing, yep. amazing. Um, and so in, in terms of the types of things that people can be spending the money on, I'm guessing as most grants are, this is about growing, scaling, developing your business. This grant money can't be used to uh, bankroll uh, slow times, for example. It's investment in items. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, it's, uh, again, um, I think varied will probably be the word of the interview, but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Deferus uh, specifically saying it's it, it's got to be used or could be used for uh, di diversification from agricultural businesses, That's looking it. at food and drink processing, uh, adding value uh, to uh, uh, local rural products. Um, and so th that is the theme that um, you generally see the typical projects coming forward. But having said that, there are um, other things that will be eligible if there are capital items that a, uh, a sort of visitor attraction uh, wanted to to purchase or offer a new service to to the market. Brilliant. And we understand that 
cost of living, cost of doing business. It's tough out there at the moment. Um, so for people who are, uh, they are in rural areas and they have got an idea. So let's, as an example, we've got somebody who's got some land. They're looking to diversify the use of that land. What would be your advice around their project planning and the time at which they come and talk to you? Because this is quite a short timeline for application and deployment and reclaim of the money, isn't it? Uh, yes, indeed. Um, and uh, I, I think my uh, my first bit of advice would be always pick up the phone to whoever is administering the fund, um, find out what the timescales are in your particular area, um, because some programmes haven't launched yet. And I know some local authorities aren't looking at launching until the new year. So the timescale for delivering a project in that area is is, is very sort of finite. Um the other major barrier uh, at the present is looking at planning permission. Um, and so that's something you need to get on with, particularly with a quite a long um, lead in time to be able to obtain permissions and, and licenses and things to actually develop a project. Great, great um, shout. And is there anything else in terms of considerations, eligibility, the way that the application is structured, any top tips or any nuggets of advice? Um one one thing that I always say to anybody which goes across any application that you're your or fund you're applying to is don't assume the person reading the application knows your business um and so it's really important to to pro provide that background info um what it is you do um uh, and what the business wants to do and how about how how the project has come about um because it that that is um the insight that someone needs to understand why you are making the decision to um, go down a, a specific project route. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in terms of that holistic support piece, often I hear people saying, oh, well, they, they, I don't know if they want to give the money away. Let's be really clear about this. The money needs to be given out, right? Uh, yes, indeed. Certainly. Um Again, it depends on your area's allocation. So um, the, the the funding has been split. Uh, in some cases, it's going to lower tier authorities and they've got anywhere in the region of four to 700,000 uh, to spend within the next uh, sort of 18 months. Um, uh, unitary authority, authorities like Buckinghamshire has got 1.8 million to spend. And there are some other combined authorities that go into three, four and five million. Um, so to spend that amount of money, certainly the, the unitaries and the upper tier uh, and, and combined authorities, um, th they've got to have a lot of projects in a very short space of time. And um, typically rural development programmes take a lot longer to uh, build up a head of steam to get to that level of spend, uh, which is often year three and beyond. Um, and so that isn't, op isn't an opportunity in this fund, which... It is one thing I say to businesses, uh, and I said to a business yesterday, in fact, um, that put an application in because if the money isn't spent by the local authority in their particular area, it will be handed back. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen um, beyond March 25. It could well be that the programme is extended for another year. Um, but that that's uh, that's sort of the unknown at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And and you mentioned earlier, you've been working in, uh, I don't want to say in this field, because it feels like too much of a pun for a role. <laughs> yeah. 
you have been working in this area for the last seven years, deploying and supporting. Um, so fingers crossed, it's something that will just continue to change and look different, but still be available. Um, how much help is available for entrepreneurs who are new to exploring grant funding? Can you help them to complete forms, etc.? Yeah, very much so. One of the um, one of the strengths of the past program was the fact that you had local people on hand uh, to um, uh, help applicants apply for the fund uh, in Buckinghamshire. That is uh, my role, sort of working alongside uh, the local authority uh, to deliver this funding is is to support the applications ap applicants along the application process. Um, it's not going to be the case in in all areas um but for where that is the case i would say contact your local uh, growth hub and business support organization because they they should be aware of this particular fund um and they will be able to provide the uh, support and advice brilliant that is a great summary is there anything we haven't talked about that you wanted us to share uh, or any final words of advice for anybody listening in um I think uh, always make sure the project that you you want to apply for is a project or a business that you want to run. Um, quite often, you get people that is ringing up to say, "What can we do uh, to, to to get the money?" And it's it's got to be something that you're you're going to stick with. Um, and and sort of finally, it would be to give it a go, pick up the phone, because. As I say, there is a lot of money um, to spend within a short space of time and um, uh, rural businesses need to make use of it. Absolutely. Did you say 1.8 million for Buckinghamshire? Yeah, 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 it is. So come on, Buckinghamshire. I know there are a lot of market towns and rural little idols across Buckinghamshire. Let's get all that money spent so that we don't send it back. And if so, if somebody is based in Buckingham or Buckinghamshire, how do they get in touch uh, with Engage or find out more about the Rural Fund or apply? Where do they go if they're local? Uh, so they can look at the uh, Bucks Business First website um, and uh, there's also Rural Engage, um, which has uh, got information about the fund um, or simply Googling the Bucks Rural Business Grant. Amazing. And for anybody further afield, you mentioned earlier, go to your local growth hub. What were the other signposts that you mentioned? Uh, so it would be trying to uh, sort of look, looking at um, your local authority um, and uh, sort of Googling things like the Rural England Prosperity Funds. That, that's what it's known as nationally. Um, you'll get uh, probably um, the .gov.uk website providing your allocations and uh, to, to what local authority has got. Um, and as I say, a lot of the time it's picking up the phone uh, to the local authority switchboard and finding out who's dealing with it within uh, the council um, to find out what's going on. Um, as I mentioned, there are um, some authorities that opened up um, sort of within a month or two of the announcement um, and others are, 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 are sort of looking at um, launching this this program in um, uh, sort of the autumn or into the new year. So uh, it, it's quite different um, uh, across uh, the country, but um, you can only find out by picking the phone up and asking questions. 
Absolutely. And also, please do stay in touch with Will and all of the other uh, guests that we have on the podcast, because often as one fund closes, another one opens or they're aware of other um, opportunities that are popping up. They are your local funding expert in the grant space. Will, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, hurrah that there is some money out there for our small businesses to tap into. Uh, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. No, pleasure. Thank you for having me on.